Welcome to The Clinical Entrepreneur, a business podcast that's dedicated to healthcare practitioners just like you who are hustling every day to build a business and a life you're proud of. Join me, Rhonda Nelson, as I share my own experiences and extract actionable advice from industry experts about what it takes to build and scale a profitable wellness practice. Well, hey, friends, welcome back. It's Rhonda. I am glad you're with me again this week. We're going to be talking about something that I think is pretty important for us to understand as far as, you know, our role as uh, healthcare practitioners, and that is how we kind of fare in this whole process of, you know, kind of identifying ourselves along the journey of developing our skills as wellness practitioners. And I, about a year ago, I designed something that I call the five stages of a successful wellness practitioner. I have found over the course of many years working with practitioners just like you, that everybody kind of falls into one of these five categories. And in these these particular categories, which I'll go over with them them with you, that's what we're going to talk about today. But in these five categories, um, everybody sort of finds themselves and it's never a linear journey. You know, as we learn and grow, we, we think we know everything. We'll use this example. You know how you, you get out of school and you think, oh yeah, I got the you know, world by the tail. I know how to fix everybody. I'm good to go. And then off you go. And then that first patient walks in that's super hard and you think, oh crap, I don't know anything. And the more you think, you know, as we go along, the more we realize we don't know. And so as we learn more, we realize that we, we know less. There's always something else to learn. So this path, as we kind of grow and refine our skills and improve them and change opinions. We've all done that. You know, you believe one thing or you think one thing's true and then either new research comes out or we think, oh, well, I never thought about it that way. Maybe I need to change my perspective about, you know, whatever it is. That's just part of growth. And that's what we have to be okay with. Sometimes it's not that we're wrong. It's just that we learn something new and we have a different perspective about it. So this journey through these five stages is never, ever linear. So there's a lot of some some kind of bouncing around. So I'm going to go over them super fast with you, uh, just give you a big overview, and then I'll dive into each one. And I think along the way, you're going to find yourself, you're going to identify with wherever, whatever that stage is for you. So the first stage, I like to call it this the seedling stage. And I kind of made the analogy like an oak tree or some tree. Because as we begin our journey, we really are just, you know, we open a practice, we just know enough, we're just kind of starting to bloom uh, into this role of being a practitioner, whatever your specialty is. But of course, you know, you're here because you want to grow a wellness practice. So at the seedling stage, this is where you're just kind of starting to incorporate the tenets of functional medicine into your practice. And then we move on into the sprouted stage. So we got a few more leaves where we're kind of sprouting out a little bit. You're kind of starting to feel a little more confident. And then we get to a little bit of maturity and pretty soon, okay, like I'm booming and I'm starting to get some financial rewards and I, I maybe have a team and it's might be small, but I'm, I'm kind of got my jam going on. And then we get even more solid and we get really sure about our niche and who we want to serve and 
things are starting to work really well. And then finally, we get into what I call the established stage. And that is just where you're super solid. You've got systems in place. And really, for each one of us, this is what who we aspire to be and that stage that we really do want to be in. So now I'm going to break down each one of them a little bit more. Uh, I'm just going to break it down and give you a little bit more detail. And I, what I want you to do as you're listening is I want you to really hear me in that there is not one of these stages that's right or wrong. So it doesn't matter where you are in your trajectory along developing and implementing these functional um functional therapies, so to speak, into your practice. It doesn't matter where you are. It's just the fact is just kind of figure out where you are and then you know where you can aspire to grow and go, right? So that first stage, as I mentioned, is called the seedling stage. And at this point, you're really, what you may have found, and you may even, if you're a seasoned practitioner, you may think back on this and go, yeah, it kind of like, it kind of was that, you know, for me in the beginning. You're you're really committed to learning more about functional medicine. You, you're confident that you have what it takes to to really grow and you're super inspired and motivated. And you know, if you if someone asks you, you're going to say, "Yeah, this is what I'm doing." Like I I am stepping into this world of functional medicine and I'm excited about it and I I really really looking forward to being able to help people. And and that's great. Like I love that. That's just the super wonderful space where you're just passionate, excited about what you're doing, which I guess we kind of stay excited the whole time that we're on the journey, right? So where I think at this stage, sometimes the feelings then the emotions that you're going to need to watch out for are feelings like you want to rush it. And often we get in and we think, okay, that's it. I need to hire a staff. I need to do, I need to grow. I'm going to grow fast. And within six months, I'm going to have a waitlist practice. We kind of want to rush this stage. The other thing that comes up, and it probably comes up in all the stages, and that is imposter syndrome. You know, that's such a real thing. It's just that feeling of inadequacy. Like, who am I? You know, who am I to do this? Like, I don't know enough, but uh, you know, I always say, as long as you know a little bit more than the patient, then you're the expert in the room. That's all you have to remember. If you know just a smidge more than they do, golden. You are now the expert. There's a lot of self-doubt and feeling overwhelmed can really happen at this stage. But at the same time, you're just super determined to make it, you know, really make it work. And so I always recommend that practitioners at this stage start by reviewing and reading some of the basics. Like there's a book I love called Back to the Basics of Nutrition. Um, I love the E-Myth is a good one to read at this stage. And also the classic, which is Nutrition and Physical Degeneration by Weston A. Price. Love that book. I try and read it every year. Um, So this is a good stage for you to be at. There's just a lot of excitement and you're kind of ready to grow. So now you've been doing this for a little while. You kind of move into that second stage. This is the sprouted stage where you're getting a little, you know, leaves on your tree. You're starting to learn how to be organized and manage your time a little bit better. And you're still learning and you're more confident. You know, you're able to kind of provide some protocols on the fly. You can sit with a patient and kind of work it out in your head as you're chatting with them to know what you want to really deliver and give to them. And you can start to communicate with the patients a little bit differently and letting them know other ways that they may be able to help. You know, you may be able to help them with their health or really feel confident about the directions that you're giving them. Now, at this sprouted stage, very, very often, this the really the more significant self-doubt and imposter stuff comes in where we start to think like, oh my gosh, like uh, what have I done? I, I definitely have bit off more than I can chew here. I, I'm never going to know it all. I, I definitely, I got imposter syndrome all over the place. 
And as you start seeing more patients, you can start to get a little bit discouraged because the patients are like, nah, I don't think I want to do that. Or nope, you know, don't think I want to give up grains or don't think I want to get off, you know, give sugar up in my diet. And it can get a little discouraging. And you think, well, why am I doing what I'm doing then? What's the point? So it can get a little overwhelming here. So it's like this stage is that sprouted stage is where there's a little bit of tension, where you really want to grow and you know you have the capacity to grow, but you might be getting a little bit of pushback from the patient. But yet you're still confident, still feeling focused. You have those really good days where you're like, yes. And then, you know, sometimes the imposter stuff starts to, you know, yap around at you. But the few of the recommendations that I like to make for this stage, if this is you, um, there's a great book by Ryan Levesque that's just called Ask. Ask. It's a really simple title. Um, I like that book. I also love uh, the book by Jennifer Allwood, and it's called Fear is Not the Boss of You. I really do love this book at this stage because there's a lot of kind of apprehension and fear that happen here. And then there's another great book called Atomic Habits that I also love for this particular stage. So if you're in the sprouted stage, this is where lots and lots of practitioners that I work with are. They're in this sprouted stage and they really want to get to the next stage, which is that stage where we call the rooted stage. And that's the stage three where you just really know you've got a solid system in place. You've probably got one, maybe two team members. You've you know, your patients are starting to refer. You're starting to feel like a part of the community. People are starting to recommend you. And this rooted stage can feel pretty good. You probably even have identified the type of patient that you want to work with. You know, who's your ideal person? What's the ideal condition or situation that you want to work with? And you start, I mean, you're seeing great results and you're learning more and you're feeling confident. Like it's a good, it's really good at this stage. And you, you kind of start to even think a little bit more deep about your marketing strategy. Whereas before now you're thinking, oh my gosh, a marketing strategy, like how's, I, I, I can't, I got to just keep learning. Like I just need to know more clinical stuff in order to really help these patients, which is true. But you start, you know, at the rooted stage, you're really starting to feel kind of solid. Finances are starting to improve. You're taking home a pretty good income, we hope. And you, you starting to really like kind of find your jam, which I love this stage because this is when practitioners say, yeah, like I really love working with, you know, whatever is menopausal patients or, you know, I love working with patients that have digestive issues or women in their 40s or whatever it is. You know, you kind of like find your jam and you get really excited because those patient results are starting to come in. But here's what you want to watch out for. So if you are in this rooted stage where your, your practice is really kind of starting to take off, it's kind of starting to grow. You want to be careful that you don't compare yourself to others that are ahead of you. It's really tempting to do this right here where we start playing the comparison game and we think, well, so-and-so look like, look at them, you know, they drive in a nicer car, live in a nicer house, or why do they have a weightless practice? And I still have some holes in my schedule. So you're going to want to probably judge yourself for not being a little bit further along. But remember my friend, this is just a journey, right? We just kind of journey along. And always that imposter syndrome pops up and you feel like you're never going to know enough. And you may be even feeling frustrated because you want to learn more, but your practice kind of has you, I don't know, in a bit of a chokehold because you've got people that are wanting to get in and you're trying to 
you know, get your business situated and get the systems running and hire your people and have your weekly meetings. And, and then you got patients and email, like it starts to feel a little chaotic a little bit right here and gets a little bit overwhelming, but you're doing really good. So here are some books that I recommend. There's one by Donald Miller that's called Marketing Made Simple. I love that book. There's another one by Michael Hyatt that's called Free to Focus. And I love that book as well. And then the last one that I recommend for this rooted stage is called The Experience Maker. It's one of my favorite books about creating memorable, exceptional experiences for your patients or your customers as they are. So now, all right, we've gone through three stages. We've got the seedling stage just starting out. We've got the sprouted stage where you're starting to feel a little bit more confident. You're getting organized. You're kind of getting your jam on. Then we go into the rooted stage. And this rooted stage is where Things are kind of clipping along. You're, you found your niche. You're, you're kind of confident. Now we're starting to really mature. You're starting to really bloom into that practitioner. You're feeling very confident. You, you've got some growth under your legs. You're expanding your team, your business income, your personal income. Everything's going up. Your marketing strategy is working really well. You've got systems and processes like, dang, you kind of arrived at this point, but... Ah, here's what we trouble. Here's the where the trouble comes in with this stage is that perfectionism often sets in. Comparison definitely sets in. And imposter syndrome can be really uh, a niggler this time around. So it really can get under your skin where you're thinking, you know, and even some of the self-judgment, I call it. And that is when you start thinking, gosh, you know, I'm making a good income and feeling kind of bad about that. Like maybe I'm making too much money. Maybe I'm charging more for my services than I should. All of that sort of self-doubt kind of starts to come in. And then also you usually at this stage, you're really on the cusp of moving up to that established stage, which is the last one. That's where you're like, yeah, baby, the financial rewards are there. You know, you can take time for a vacation. Retirement is starting to work. You may even have enough cash to start investing in some, buying your own building or investing in some real estate or, you know, putting money away for retirement. Like you're really feeling like you've got the, you got the tiger by the tail. You know, you worked hard, you got there. So you can be a little bit, sometimes a little overconfident here. So I always like to say, you know, slow down when you feel like you've arrived there's still a whole nother level that you can go to. So don't get cocky. Don't get arrogant. Don't go into that perfectionism where everything has to be perfect because that's going to limit you. What you want to do is just enjoy the process and know that your business and you as a person, you're really starting to grow, mature. You've kind of reached that mature stage, which is why I named it that. And then the next last final stage is just where we really are established. And this is where you have financial, really have financial freedom. You have more time freedom. You have uh, freedom to be able to bring in other practitioners. And, you know, so you just, it starts to really feel good to do what you do. And you're never going to, you can always get here, but you're not going to start here. This is where the hard work comes in. That clinical experience really pays off. So here's what I recommend as far as the, in the reading department, things that can kind of help you get here. You want to think about, uh, I love uh, a book by Michael Hyatt. It's called The Vision Driven Leader. And I love this book. Love, love, love this book. Another one is a book called The Big Leap uh, by the last the author's last name is Hendricks. And then there's another one called Clone Yourself, which I think is actually a pretty good book too. You kind of have to 
chew out the chew up the meat and spit out the bones with that one, but it is a very good book. So at this mature stage, you're really doing well. And then finally, you're going to be able to move on through into that established stage. And the established stage is when you say, yep, you know, I really did what I set out to do. I grew a very successful practice. People know you, your name is recognized in the community. And it's kind of one of those like never in my wildest dreams, what I have ever expected that I have the life that I do, that I enjoy the things that I can enjoy, that I've got time. I can spend time with my family, my clinic's running on its own. You know, you have this huge ripple effect and ripple impact in your community. You're helping people. You may even have more of a a virtual practice that's, you know, outside your brick and mortar or your local area. So, you know, you're, you are stepping really in this last stage into being really spending time being the CEO of your practice, like really doing the work of running the business rather than always being in the business as the clinician. So you've got other people helping you and working with you and that kind of thing. So one of the things you have to watch for here is feelings of being burned out. It's very, very important in these last two stages, the mature and the established stage, that you don't get burned out. That self-care becomes really important here. I guess it's important through all the stages, but especially here. And then it's easy to get distracted by new opportunities. And this is one I can attest to because this is what happened to me. I had this super successful practice and I got cocky and I said, wow. I got this great practice. It's making great money. I'm serving all these people. I've got great results. People are lining up outside the door to see me. Hey, I think I'll start another business. And I looked at another opportunity and it just about took me down. I was over half a million dollars in debt. Uh, Long story. You can read about it on my about page uh, on my website. I think I even talked about it in a podcast, a prior podcast episode, but this is where we get distracted. And like, oh yeah, this is working really good. I'm going to go over here and, and try something new. So be careful about that. Just enjoy the process. In this established phase, you're really going to lean on others. You're going to let others help you continue to impact people and further your vision. So for reading, uh, I love Mike Michalowicz. I think that's how you say his last name, but it's a book called Clockwork. And you could even read Clockwork at one of the earlier stages, but it's a great book, Clockwork. Um, there's another one that's called A CEO Only Does Three Things. It's very simple, but I really love that book. And then there's another one about money, and it's called The Wealthy Gardener. And I actually really loved this book. I tried to get him on my podcast and never could get a response, but really a great book. I listened to it as an audible book. So this stage is one that all of us really want to aspire to, right? We want to be at that place where we can say, I, I did it. Like I built my clinic. I've got people in here working. So if you're a chiropractor, you may have two or three other associates in, you may have a massage therapist, you may have, you know, a health coach you May like, this is where we kind of arrive. And Let me just say this, that this may not be your flavor, meaning you may say, look, I don't, you know, I don't think I want to do that. I just want to get through that, you know, up to that mature stage and get us just get, you know, nice and solid. And I'm, I'm good there. And if that's you, that's okay. But I want you to know, the reason I wanted to talk about this today is because I want you to know that being a healthcare practitioner is a journey. It really is a journey. And that's why I created this successful stages of a wellness practitioner, because you're never going to know everything. Newsflash, you can't know it all. God knows it all. That's about it, friend. We don't know it all. We're never going to know it all. We're always going to have wrong opinions. We just got to accept that. 
I might believe something to be true about bioidentical hormones that isn't even true. I don't think so because I've been talking about it for a long time and I keep, you know, getting my opinion confirmed, confirmed, confirmed. But every once in a while, somebody comes to me and says, hey, I think this is why you're wrong. And honestly, I don't really like to listen, but I always do because I like to keep an open mind. But, you know, sometimes you're just going to get in your lane and you're going to just stay in your lane and believe what you believe. And that's okay. But it's still a process. We just have to be open to not only knowledge changes, but also growth within our business. And really, at the end of the day, you and I are probably the biggest limiting factors in the growth of our business because we get in the way. We got all this self-doubt and limiting beliefs and I'll never do it. I can't make it. I'm never going to make enough money. Well, guess what, friend? If you are talking like that, you're not going to. So I would really encourage you to, you know, check out these successful stages. It's linked. I have a, a PDF of it. It's linked in the show notes and you can download that. Look at it. It's just an overview. Um, but I want you to really think about that wherever you are, it's not wrong, whatever stage you're at, it's okay. And you may make a few lateral moves. You may go back and forth, back and forth a little bit before you kind of find your niche and settle in and get in your lane, find your zone, know who you want to serve, what you want to do. But I think being a wellness practitioner, I don't think there's any better job. I don't think there's any more fulfilling, wonderful thing to do because we, you and I, every single day have the opportunity to transform people's lives. And that process of you and I learning how to be better clinicians just takes time. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. That's all you got to do. Secure your own oxygen mask first, though, before you do anything else. So self-care is really important. Make sure you're walking your talk so that you are around to be able to serve the people that you want to serve. I don't want you getting sick. I don't want you getting burned out and have to be on, you know, high doses of adrenal something because you've burned yourself out. And I am, you know, asking for a friend, so to speak. Yeah. Been there, done that. It's not a good place to be. So anyway, friend, thanks for listening. I so appreciate you being here, but stay tuned. I've got one more thing I got to tell you about in just a second. Well, listen, if you are a practitioner and you know that you are ready to scale up the clinical part of your practice, you're feeling that little bit of a stretch or a pinch about not knowing enough and not feeling like you're well equipped to be able to help the people that walk in your door. You might get a complex patient, a wellness patient, and you think, oh my gosh, where in the world do I even start with this laundry list of symptoms that this patient is carrying in with them? I have got you covered. For a very short time, we are opening the Clinical Academy membership. And all you have to do to learn about that is go to rondanelson.com forward slash clinical academy, clinical academy. And there you'll learn about this amazing community of practitioners. We have hundreds and hundreds of practitioners in there that are all wanting to scale up their clinical side of their business, really sharpen their clinical skills so that they can provide the best possible care for their patients. You're going to have access to all of my clinical training over all of these years. There's some business stuff in there. There's some mindset. There's lots and lots of protocols, which is everybody's favorite thing. And I think the most amazing thing is that it's the entire database is searchable by word. And so if you've got that patient that comes in and you're stuck and you're like, excuse me, I'll be right back. And you run in, you check on your computer, you can log in, put, put that word in, that symptom in that you're looking for a solution for. And within five seconds, you've got an answer. So Clinical Academy is really an amazing resource. It's my gift 
to you, to the other practitioners in, out there in the world that are doing what we love, which is serving patients and helping them overcome their health challenges using alternative or holistic options. And I would be honored if you would join me on the journey. So go to rondanelson.com forward slash clinical academy. I'll see you inside. Oh, 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 oh